0: Chapter 6. Study the Bible. Do not skim it or read it, but study it, every word of it. Study the whole Bible, Old Testament and New. Not only your favorite chapters, but the complete Word of God, from beginning to end. Do not trouble yourself with commentaries. They may be useful if kept in their place, but they are not your guides. Your guide is the Interpreter, the one among a thousand, Job thirty-three twenty-three, 23, King James Version, who will lead you into all truth and keep you from all error. Not that you are to read no book but the Bible. All that is true and good is worth reading, if you have time for it. And all, if used properly, will help you in your study of the scriptures a Christian does not shut his eyes to the natural scenes of beauty spread around him. He does not cease to admire the hills, plains, rivers, or forests of the earth, because he has learned to love the God who made them. Nor does he turn away from books of science or true poetry, because he has discovered one book truer, more precious, and more poetic than all the rest put together. Besides, The soul cannot continue forever in one position any more than the body can. The eye must be relieved by looking at a variety of things, and the limbs by motion. In the same way, the soul needs changes of subject and position. All truth is precious, though not all divine. Insofar as time allows or opportunity presents... Let us seek and explore by wisdom concerning all that has been done under heaven. Ecclesiastes 1.13 But let the Bible be to us the book of books, the one book in all the world of which every word is truth and every verse is wisdom. In studying it, be sure to take it for what it really is, The revelation of the thoughts of God, given to us in the words of God. If it were only the book of divine thoughts and human words, it would be of little benefit, for we could never be sure whether the words really represented God's thoughts. In fact, we might be quite sure that humans would fail in their words when attempting to embody divine thoughts. Therefore, if we have only man's words, that is, man's translation of the divine thoughts, then we might have one of the poorest and most incorrect of all books, just as we would have in the case of Homer or Plato, translated into English by a first-year student. But knowing that we have divine thoughts embodied in divine words, Through the inspiration of an unerring translator, we sit down to the study of the heavenly book, assured that we will find in all its teachings the perfection of wisdom, and in its language the most accurate expression of that wisdom that finite human speech can utter. Every word of God is as perfect as it is pure. Psalm 19.7 and 12.6 Let us read and reread the scriptures, meditating on them day and night. They never grow old. They never lose their vitality. They never run dry. Though it is right and profitable, as I have said, to read other books if they are true and good, still beware of reading too many. Do not let man's books thrust God's book into a corner. Do not let commentaries smother the text, and do not let the true and the good shut out the truer and the better. Be especially wary of light reading. Avoid novels. They are the literary curse of the age. They are to the soul what strong liquor is to the body. If you are a parent, keep novels away from your children. But whether you are a parent or not, neither read them yourself, nor set an example of novel reading to others. Don't let novels lie on your table or be seen in your hand, even in a railway carriage. Light reading for the train has done deep injury to many a young man and woman. The light literature of the day is working a world of harm undermining the taste of the young, weakening their minds, making them unfit for life's practical work, eroding their love of the Bible, teaching them false morality, and creating in the soul an unreal standard of truth, beauty, and love. Don't be too fond of the newspaper, but do read it, so that you may know both what humanity is doing and what God is doing. And from all you read, pull out topics for thought and prayer. Avoid works that make light of what is right or wrong, so you don't unconsciously adopt a false test of truth and duty, such as ridicule. You may become afraid to do right for right's sake alone, dreading the world's sneer and undervaluing a good conscience and the approving smile of God. Always be selective about what you read, and whatever you read, begin with seeking God's blessing on it. But make sure your taste for the Bible is above every other enjoyment, and the moment you begin to feel a greater taste for any other book, lay it down until you have sought deliverance from such a snare, and obtained from the Holy Spirit a more intense taste, a sharper appetite for the Word of God. Jeremiah 1516 and Psalm 19, 7-10.